Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. We're coming to you live with a Beantown Unplugged entry into this series, part of the Fall 2018 tour. Previously unannounced. Why? Because, well, we didn't know we were doing it until today. Thank you for coming. Our microphone falters here. Uh, I will admit, I was trying to use this stand a little bit for uh, when I was open up the wine bottle that had the cork in it and the corkscrew. We told that story two weeks ago on the podcast, so it's not quite as strong as it used to be. But we're coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world. And I'm glad you said bourbon. I'm glad you mentioned it. Why? Because we're doing bourbon taste tests here on a Tuesday night, and I got to be up at 6 a.m. So it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And I was at the liquor store earlier today. I was thinking, you know, how do I want to do this? Maybe just take some sips. Maybe just explore the flavor profiles. And I said, no, I'm going to go all the way. So we have uh, four different bourbons here that we're working with and I will be drinking all of them and it means that tomorrow morning is going to be very rough but we're going to have a good time with it anyway so we're going to start out with a classic we got Jim Beam Apple there's no product placements here Uh, I'm not getting paid for any of this stuff yet although look out because the uh, uh, Pledge Drive fundraiser that's coming up again in February, and this time it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Next, we're going one that I never even heard of, early times. You know what they say, come early and that's it. Next, we have Rebel Yell, my favorite Billy Idol song. And uh, don't be surprised if throughout this Beantown Unplugged special, there's some singing going on because I've just been in a singing mood lately. You know what song I really had stuck in my head is that uh, the one song by MGMT that I've I know. Control yourself, take only what you need from it. Anyways, our last one, and this is the expensive one. It's got this faux candle wax going on around it. You know what I was thinking of doing. Maybe there's a market for this. Maybe someone's already filling this gap. But a Tucker, Car- a faux Tucker, Tucker, I can't even say it, Tucker Carlson Twitter account, I think would be fun. Uh, I, I actually made a Facebook post today that I think would fit in kind of nicely with it. It said something along the lines of, or it was a tweet, I don't remember where I put it, but something like, because the Captain Marvel trailer dropped today, which I have still haven't seen. It's what? 1030 I haven't watched it yet but you know something along the lines of Captain Marvel now in the age of Title IX and Me Too movement has to be a woman so I thought that was pretty funny if you thought I was just being a dummy uh, or sexist or both you're right but there's more to it than that so this last one we have is Maker's Mark Whiskey now this whiskey spelled W-H-S- W-H-I-S-K-Y. This one has an E in it. So this is the age-old question. This one has no E in it. And the Jim Beam does have an E. So we're two. We're split half and half. Two of our whiskey, bourbon, whatevers have the E. Two of them don't. So if someone from our research team wants to get on that, I would really appreciate uh, learning more about where that E is supposed to be going. 
And whether it's a imposter or like an immigrant or an illegal alien or if it's, you know, supposed to be here legally if you're like white or something. Uh, again, in this Tucker Carlson mode. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to get started with the Jim Beam Apple. Now, I've never had Jim Beam Apple in my life. I do like bourbon. Uh, I drank a lot of bourbon my sophomore year of college. Shout out to my roommate, Sam, or my former roommate, Sam. We went to the uh, Cubs-Brewers game on Labor Day at Miller Park, and we reminisced about a whole lot of stuff. But we used to do rapid-fire shots of uh, Evan Williams' bourbon. I don't know why that was our... um, I don't know why that was our thing of choice, but I think we basically had Evan Williams bourbon and then we had whatever cheap shitty vodka was around the house. It was not good. Uh, usually Svetka or something like that. So without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's jump right in here. Jim Beam Apple. Uh, again, we're doing four different mini bottles of bourbon. Rest in peace, Quinn. I got some water to help me wash it down, but I don't have any food or anything. It's going to be an experience. I never do anything like this. Uh, it's not going to be fun. I have another story about something kind of similarly. I'll tell it after this one, but here we go. Jim Beam Apple, crisp and refreshing. That's a good start. Uh, and, uh, this whiskey has an E in it, so you know, it's authentic. So here we go. I got about half of it down. <coughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. <coughs> uh, you know, usually the Beantown unplugged entries are innocent. They're playful. They're light. It's a roast of Quinn David Furnace. It's a personal day. It's me and my brother Jack going all Oasis and singing Wonderwall. This week has just been a bad week for me putting myself through frustrating situations. So I'll tell the story. So two weeks ago, I am in the Indianapolis area with some of my college buddies. We're doing our fantasy football weekend, all that stuff. And we go to B-dubs for dinner because we're all like mid 20 year old white guys and that's what you do when you want to go watch like college football and shit so we go there i don't go to b-dubs often that's not like my normal hangout spot and whenever we would go in high school i you know i would go like after a swim meet or something but i would never get anything because i was poor and you know you're just like no i'm not going to spend 15 20 dollars on my dinner like i do now because i just don't have the money back you know when i'm 16 17 because turns out when you work hourly at kmart they only give you like seven bucks an hour and uh that's not very good anyways uh so we're at b-dubs two weekends ago in indiana and i'm feeling kind of you know macho trying to prove my worth uh, stand out amongst the crowd so i Get the hottest dry rub that they have to offer and uh, on like a medium order of boneless wings. And so we're doing it. And everyone had known that I ordered the hot stuff. And I'm sitting there eating it and it's hot, but it's like 
just you know kind of a minor kick there's really nothing that exciting going on with it as long as they have the water everything's fine it's really not that much of a kick at all so eat it it was boring whatever so i go back to b-dubs on sunday night this time out for payback because you can get the dry rubs you can get the wet rubs at wet rub was my wet what here's the bourbon talking only one bottle in what what <laughs> that's a tough try saying wet rub five times fast wet rub wet rub. <laughs> it sounds like i'm saying red rum red rum um you get the wet rub and supposedly it's spicier they say it's got the uh ghost chili as part of it so i do that and let me tell you, it kicked my ass. It was, you, you reach kind of the saturation point of spiciness in your mouth where it's, it doesn't get really hotter or more painful in your mouth. Where it hits me is my stomach starts to get really, uh, not necessarily upset like I'm about to just poop everywhere, but just like, it's, you know, no deal, Howie. We can't accept any more food at this time. Uh, so... I did get through the order of medium wings. Uh, their challenge that they do, which I didn't do because I didn't even know it was a thing until after, but their challenge is to eat a medium order, I think, in six minutes or 12 minutes. And I remember I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that. Well, if there's a lot of money on the line, I would have done it, but there's no money. It's just like a T-shirt. So I did get through it eventually. It took me about an hour. It didn't help that I was watching a really terrible uh, Sunday night football against Cowboys and Giants. That's just, ugh, it's gross. Still thinking about it. Anyways, that was what I did Sunday night. It's the ablazing sauce. They use the ghost pepper in it. It will kick your butt. Um, I suppose if I had some milk, I think I probably would have done a little bit better. The water obviously is, it's not really going to help you in any way other than it's just going to give you a little like cool off, cool down reprieve type of thing. So let me get some water here and then we're going to jump into early times Kentucky whiskey without an E aged in oak for a taste worth the wait. I sure hope so because I saved it all the way until number two. Who, uh, you remember that uh, relay? What was the big one? It was 2008 Beijing as part of uh, Michael Phelps' conquest to win eight golds. It was the one where Lezak out touches is it the French right at the very end and I can't get early times open we could be dealing with a serious problem here come on who swam second in that relay that's what I want to know was it uh, Cullen Jones is that what his name is these are the things I want to know about well we could be having a serious problem here guys because early times is trying to turn into the late times because he doesn't want to open up here. This is a major problem. What am I supposed to do about this? Oh, geez. You just, you know, you say, well, open it beforehand. Okay, there we got. There we got it. This is early times. Uh, yeah, I don't have really anything else to say about it. It's going to be wild. Um, if it goes down as roughly as the Jim Beam did, then... Uh, we could be in for a heck of a night because I got to get through this and then and only then are we halfway done with it. So here we go. Early times. Bottoms up. Here we go.
Oh, I did not get much down. We gotta, we gotta push through the pain. Oh, boy, that's tough. Keep pushing, baby. Ramble on. Oh, God. Ugh, last swig. All right. Oh, mercy. Lord, have mercy. Tomorrow is going to be the worst day of work in my life. Uh, thank you to the fans who tuned in late at night. Um, we're running at about, what time is it? 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central, 7.30 on the West Coast. So who knows? Maybe you're on the West Coast, L.A. fans, San Diego fans, Vancouver fans, because we are international. Maybe you just settle down with your dinner, and you're saying, hey, what's good on the telly tonight? And you're flipping through the channels, and you got the Dodgers game, and all this the Dodgers. We'll see how they do in come October. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy, and it's the 16th season, and you say, well, how many times can... Sandro cry in an episode. You know, it gets old after a while. But then you, you're kind of browsing through your Facebook. You got low expectations because what is Facebook these days other than memes and just lost love? Anyways, you stumble across Quinn David Furness and you say, I heard of this guy. So he's got a podcast and I think I want to check it out. And it just so happens he's doing a live show from the great state of Kentucky, the natural state, for all his fans, and you have the opportunity to check it out live. Beantown Unplugged, this is only the fourth time we've ever done this. I'm happy to bring you that entertainment. Uh, probably should have gotten a sponsor for this, but that's okay. Um, let's go ahead and keep it moving here because the longer I get into it, the longer that taste just sits in my mouth. It's not a great taste. I like bourbon, but straight by itself in this context is not easy. Okay, what are we dealing with next? With a rebel yell, he said, more, more, more. It's midnight hour, shit, more, 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 more. Billy Idol. I really don't know anything about Billy Idol. Like, do do people know Billy Idol? We we know like two of his songs, and then what else do we know about him? Anything? I don't know. Uh, this is Rebel Yell. It is our second whiskey of the night that has an E in it. It is a reminder. Thank you for joining us. If you're just coming in, we're coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. We're doing our bourbon tour. We are too many bottles in. We did a little Jim Beam. We did a little. Uh, what was it called? Early decision, something like that. That's an admissions term. Uh, this is Rebel Yell Early Times, I think is what it's called. This is Rebel Yell. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. You know what's disappointing to me is it's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, which is what I want because I don't, you know, I don't get in with the bisexual whiskey and that stuff. But bottled by Rebel Yell Distiller in St. Louis, Missouri. So I don't know. Kentucky needs to get their shit together, apparently. Apologies for my language. But uh, that's all I'm going to say about that matter. So uh, 
we're two down, two to go. This is going to be uh, rough, but power through, you know? I feel like I'm in a college fraternity all over again that I definitely wasn't in. So, Rebel Yell, <laughs> here we go. Bottoms up. Three out of four. We do it for the fans. That's what we're doing here. Mm. This one tastes good. Still tough to get down, though. Marcy. Oh. I feel like boss and ass shaking my cheeks. <laughs> mm. All right. Oh, doggy. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I do do that I care? You fill my heart with gladness. Take away all my sadness. Ease my troubles. That's what you do. I heard a new song by uh, Elvis Costello on the radio today, which I was not expecting to hear. Turns out Elvis Costello is still making new music. It was good, though. I don't know what it was called, but you can go find it, I suppose. Mm. Hey, if any of you fans are watching, leave us a comment. What's your favorite Kentucky-style bourbon whiskey? What do you like to drink at home? Are you more of an Evan Williams, $5 for a handle type of, type of person? Or are you uh, more of a fine diner, Maker's Mark whiskey? Is that what you do? Let us know. Leave us a comment. We would love to know about it. It's all good stuff. I love all of that. I love interacting with you, the fans. You can always tweet at us. We're at BeantownCast. Email is a good option. BeantownPodcast, Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-W, podcast, Yahoo.com. Uh, so I had been saying this, I guess, just this past week, maybe the week before, because I think I had forgotten what, what the status was on it. So about two weeks ago, there had been a big push from some of our listeners to say, uh, specifically for Android phones, you got to get... You know, you do the uh, iTunes well, you do the Facebook or the uh, YouTube well, you do SoundCloud well. When can we get something for our phones from an app perspective, though? So I did two things. I applied to be on Stitcher and I applied to be on Google Play. And I thought that I had heard back from Google Play right away, but I didn't. I did hear back from Stitcher right away. And I've been on Stitcher for now about two weeks. So I had been saying, oh, we're on Google Play, we're everywhere, yada, yada, yada. I just got an email today saying that I am on Google Play, that that was confirmed, reaffirmed, that sort of thing. So now for you uh, Android listeners, you go to your Google Play app, find the Beantown Podcast, like it, share it, subscribe it. Uh, Go ahead, throw us five stars. We're up to, I think, 40 stars right now. The more stars we get, the more subscribers we get. That means more money for the podcast. It means higher quality content. It means more things like the Fall 2018 Tour. It means better merchandise. One of our big year two projects is going to be designing a logo. That's right. Because here's the thing. You see what I'm wearing right now. 
Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. It's a shirt. We got some nice wine glasses on it. Thank you to, or champagne, I suppose. Thank you to mom and dad for creating that customized one. My dad is actually getting into graphic design now. He's got his own business running and stuff, and it's kind of fun. But um, this is this is a custom collector's edition, and I'm the custom collector. So I'm the one who owns it. So uh, this is not the official logo. This is just kind of like he started in our garage, and this is what we had at first. So year two project is one of the, one of the things on our list, and we'll release the whole list as we get into year two come January. But that's one of the things we're looking at doing. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. Shoot, it was at the forefront of my mind, and now I'm struggling to remember what it was. Get another sip of water, and maybe it will spring to the forefront. You know, as I'm looking at my hair on camera, you remember that uh, show Arthur on PBS with all the animals? And you remember DW, who, by the way, and pardon my French, but is total bitch. Uh, DW has a, an imaginary friend named Nadine, who was maybe like a, I don't know, what was Nadine? What was her animal? It was like a, maybe like a baby antelope or something, something silly. And... Nadine's kind of got hair like this. If you just Google Arthur Nadine, you'll find it. I would do that, but my phone is all the way over there being charged right now because I have one charger with me, so what I have to do before bed is when I'm on the road, and I've been on the road for three weeks now, and I have two more weeks left to go after this week, I have to charge up my phone to 100%, and then overnight I charge my iPad because... I use both of them throughout the day for directions, for work emails, so many work emails. Um, and the iPad takes like an hour to charge fully. So you got to do one, then you got to do the other. And I only have one charger with me because the other one's not working well. So anyways, let's go ahead as we're, uh, are we doing on time here? We're 23 minutes in. That's good. As we're getting into our final uh Let's see. Our final bottle here. We are finishing up with Maker's Mark. Again, if you're just joining us, we're coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky, uh, the bourbon capital of the world. We've already done three. We did Early Decision. We did Jim Beam Apple. And we did, uh, well, I sang Have I Told You Lately That I Love You by Rod Stewart, but it was called Rebel Yell. So Billy Idol, Rod Stewart, a lot of people get them mixed up, understood. Uh, so this one is called Maker's Mark Whiskey Without an E. So maybe an imposter. I don't know. We're going to get our researchers on that. It's handmade, though, which I think is a big thing to know. Because you talk about Kentucky bourbon these days, and people are afraid to say it, but you look at China, and they're stealing a lot of our bourbon. They're stealing a lot of our whiskey, and I think that's a pretty big problem. I think it's going to become an important platform for 2020. A lot of people aren't right now aren't talking about uh, China stealing our bourbon, but it's a big problem. So just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Maker's Mark is handmade, which I think is really important because a lot of times in these uh, big industries, you just get these factories and uh, it's like, Ugh, does anyone even care about my whiskey? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, you know what I realized? I was driving from Bowling Green. We still never figured out if it's Bowling Green or Bowling Green. I was driving from... Bowling Green or Bowling Green 
to Louisville yesterday, and I listened to the podcast live from Bowling Green, or Bowling Green, uh, that we did on Sunday. You can check that out. Uh, it was a good episode. I actually liked it a lot. But what I realized, and what I'm typically really conscious of, and I try to do a good job. Sometimes I do well. Sometimes I don't. But the us. Some episodes, if it's already at the forefront of my mind, I actually do a decent job of avoiding those, of eliminating those. Some episodes, just, I'm just not thinking about it. Like tonight, I would imagine it's like five or six drinks in already that I probably haven't done a great job of that. But what I sucked at royally this past weekend, and I will not be using this past weekend's podcast for my radio auditions because I use the word anyways. <laughs> About 25 effing times. It was ridiculous. Anytime there was any sort of take a breath, rather than just let there be half a second of silence and be okay with it, it was. Anyways, and the next thing. And it drove me, pardon my French, effing nuts. And I can't even imagine what it was like listening to it for you all. So apologies for my unoriginal uh, contractions, I guess. Conjunction, junction, it's not a contraction, it's a conjunction. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Conjunction, junction, what's your function? I always liked that one because I wanted to be a train conductor growing up, which the more you think about it kind of seems like a pretty terrible job because I think you just sit there the whole time and... You press the big stop button in case there's something terrible that goes on. You know what scene is one of my favorites in any movie show or television show of all time? You know the scene, and it's towards the end. So it's not necessarily like as much a part of like the overall legend, but it's still, I think, really big, and people should know it. It's the train heist scene from Breaking Bad. It is fantastic. Bill Burr is in it. He, uh, Bill Burr is in Breaking Bad, which is crazy. One of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time has a significant role in multiple seasons of Breaking Bad. But he's in that scene. It's got, of course, Brian Cranston and Jonathan, uh, what's his name? Not Jonathan Winters, uh, RIP. But uh guy who plays Jesse's in there. And if you ever saw that actor, uh, whatever his name is, uh, apologies to... Uh, to that actor if you ever saw his <laughs> when he was on Price is Right that is absolutely a riot he looks like he's probably about 21 22 and he just loses his effing mind meeting Bob he's crazy I'm this is the type of thing where you're now you're screaming at your computer screen like this is what that actor's name is and I know exact Aaron Paul is what his name is so Aaron Paul goes on <laughs> it's a real thing you can look it up on YouTube he went on uh, Price is Right and he was, you know, just starting his career. And he's insane. He's very funny. Um, but, yeah, Bill Burr, Brian Cranston, whatever that actor's name is, I feel bad, Jonathan something. They're all in it. It's even got, uh, what's his name, Jesse Plemons, is that the actor's name, who comes on in the fifth season. He's really good, too. So I don't even Oh, where we were talking about train conductors. We were talking about contraptions we were talking about five minutes apart we were talking about conjunction junction what's your function we were talking about anyways anyways we have got 
one bottle of Maker's Mark here. This is the premium stuff. I think this was $6. So here's my question, and I always have this question. I think you can notice, look, if you if you go to a bar and you pay $3 for a Bud Light, it's a Bud Light. Everyone knows what a Bud Light is going to taste like. You can shell out an extra $3 for $6 total if you're doing your math at home. And would we'd be looking at, I don't know, let's say you're getting a nice craft beer, whatever it may be. I had two Kentucky uh, bourbon barrel ales, whatever they're called, for dinner tonight. Well, in addition to some other things. Uh, welcome to the new fans. Cousin Kyle, good to see you. Elena, sorry about the uh, power outage. Anyways, there I go again. Don't make me sing conjunction, junction. What's your function again? The uh, the taste is night and day. One thing almost tastes like water, crap water, basically. The other is beautiful music to my ears and to my taste buds. So here is my question, and we're for the first time ever on any podcast because this is you know Lexington. I probably never had a podcast before. Are we going to be able to taste the difference between? A $0.99 cents early decision bottle of Kentucky whiskey and a $6 bottle of Maker's Mark. Are we going to be able to taste the difference? Probably. Am I going to be wise enough to recognize what that difference is? Probably not. So going where no man has ever gone before, if I could get this bottle open, which has been a significant problem throughout the night... You got to want it, man. Okay, there's the seal. One last thing. You remember during the 2016 campaign when Hillary went on Jimmy Kimmel and there was the whole jar of pickles scandal? That's just like the type of thing that will randomly pop into my head as I'm going through the day. Something that was a big deal for about two days when it happened. And then after that, you never heard about it again. And, you know, two and a half years later, I guess about two years later, God, 2016 campaign was only two years ago. That feels whew, eons. But you would never imagine, you would never think about that. The jar of pickles singing, it was not like the big scandal of campaigns because campaigns were campaigns to end all campaigns, but that was pretty nuts. If you don't remember what I'm talking about, go check out the, uh, I believe she did it on Kimmel, but it was the pickle jar was the seal already broken was it not did you hear the click did you not just bs stuff but it happened because that's how we do our politics these days so uh let me get one last sip of water here and then we're going to finish off the maker's mark and that that'll do it for us surprisingly and we've been i had my first you know we started with a Jim Beam basically half an hour ago, and I've been pounding straight liquor since then. And I feel actually really good right now. I can't guarantee I'm going to feel good in another 15 minutes. You've noticed my words slur a little bit, but everything else beyond that, mentally, I actually feel really good. So, Which was surprising because when I got home from dinner and I had the two beers, I was fairly buzzed. I was walking, so it was all good. And I was sleepy, uh, but then I talked to... Uh, my my lady for a little bit, and that kind of 
woke me up. And now I actually feel really good, not buzzed, not sleepy yet, which is great. But what that tells me is I need to finish this maker mark, maker's mark now, handmade. I mentioned, don't get me started on China and handmade goods. This uh, Someone out there who's from Kentucky can answer this for us. The Star Hill Farm, it's got a fun little label on here. But what it includes in the label is the Roman numeral for four, the one in the V. So, you know, for those of you who are listening who will work for Star Hill Farms, uh, just let me know what that means, and we can share that information with the fans. So here we go. This is it, the one we all waited for, the $6 bottle of Maker's Mark. Without further ado, my stomach's not feeling great, but let's go ahead. Let's get her done. Maker's Mark. Let's do it. Okay. We're a little about halfway done. Tastes good. Goes on a little bit better. Got a little bit of a kick. Let's finish it off and we'll uh we'll do full reflections here. But boy yeah, my stomach is starting to revolt. It's gonna be the uh, Blazing Wings 2.0. Alright, let's finish this bastard off. You know what I miss? There are a lot of things that I don't get to do while I'm traveling for work, whether it's trivia or really seeing movies. You might think, oh, you're on the road, you can go see as many movies as you want. I haven't really had time for any movies except for 10 p.m. showings, and I just can't do that. A lot of things I miss. I miss my lady. I miss my bed. But one thing in particular that I miss quite a bit, thank you for your comments, Cousin Kyle. I'm reading them. I don't know how to respond to them specifically on this platform I'm using, but we're having a good time anyways. One thing that I really miss is Michael McDonald's, uh, Michael McDonald's Sunday mornings crepes. You saw, we did a Facebook live maybe a month ago, some point in August of me doing my, uh, and I just did figure out how to respond to fans. So this is great. This is good interaction and probably going viral right now, I suppose. Uh, you saw me doing some dancing. You saw me doing some cooking. We were jamming out to Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That, you might have thought this is, <laughs> uh, you might have thought this is just a show. No, that's what I do. Like, that's my normal Sunday morning. I do that, then I podcast. Uh, Sam, thank you for chiming in. Sunday morning, Green Day. I think what you'll find is that was a, you know, that was a younger, more naive Quinn. Uh, although I do occasionally, when I'm feeling a little nostalgic, I do get back into the Sunday morning Green Day. In fact, this afternoon on the radio, I was driving through uh, Louisville, 
and I was jamming, and I mean jamming hard to Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I was hitting the harmonies. I was doing the da 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 It was hot. Uh, windows rolled down, all that good stuff. So if you're coming in late, <laughs> no more eggs and underwear. Special guests are the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Sounds like every college party I went to, hashtag Catholic University. Uh, if you are joining us late, this is a summary of what just happened in the last 40 minutes or so. I'm in Lexington. This was an unannounced stop on the fall 2018 tour. If you bought the shirts, no, Lexington's not going to be on there, but you'll have this treasured visual audio memory for the rest of your life or until YouTube ceases to exist or iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher. Did someone say Stitcher? Stitcher or Google Play. Here's like a helicopter. We went through, we tasted four different uh, Kentucky bourbons because that's just what you do when you're here. Jim Beam Apple. I haven't seen the, okay, must be a big day for trailers. Haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Haven't seen Captain America yet. But I do appreciate this fan input because those are actually things I'm going to go watch after this before I fall asleep. Jim Beam Apple was number one. Then we went, we did Early to sit, early Times, number two. Then we did Rebel Yell. We did our little Billy Idol song. We did a little uh, Rod Stewart, which am I the only one who recognized that Rod Stewart and Barry Manilow are just like carbon copies? It's exactly the same. If you don't believe me, just Google it. Just Google those two names, Rod Stewart, Barry Manilow. Look at the Google image results. Mind blown. We finished up with the expensive one, Maker's Mark. We asked the question, because I'm very much a scientific method type of guy, are we going to be able to taste the difference between a 99-cent bottle and a $6 bottle of Maker's Mark? My answer to that is no. Now, I'm sure all you guys at the Bullet Distillery are uh, shaking your heads, saying, no, 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 he's way off. And you know what? I think you're right, because bourbon is not something that I'm terribly knowledgeable in. I did go on a distillery tour last fall when I was in Louisville. I won't have any time this fall in Kentucky, although I could look into it tomorrow, although I have a three-hour drive uh, to Knoxville after this. So definitely not a bourbon expert. Fans are out crying about that. Let me check it out. I'll see what I have time for. We'll see. It's just what's not ideal is working an eight-hour day and then doing a bourbon tour and getting a little buzzed and then driving three hours. <sighs> it's not ideal. Anyways, uh, to respond to your note, Sam, you'll have to, when you have time, put it on the car or something because this will be not only it's not a Facebook Live only, but this is a Beantown Unplugged special, so you can download it on your podcast app uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. I did make a note of the Evan Williams earlier because a guy at the liquor store asked me, oh, so you want Evan Williams? And I was like, please, no, I can't. It No, this night will go terribly if you do that. So um, I am going to wrap it up, one, because we're 40 minutes in. And that's plenty for this. Another thing is because it's almost it's past 11 o'clock and i got to be up in seven hours. And we'll see how much hydration I can get before that. It wasn't just the four bottles. I was also, I had two uh, Kentucky bourbon 
barrel aged, whatever they're called beers for dinner. And those are delicious, but they're also 8% and they, uh, they pack a serious punch. So thank you to Lexington Brewworks for hooking us up there. That was a fun experience. Thank you to the state of Kentucky in general, the natural state, for hosting us. Been in uh, Bowling Green yesterday, Louisville last night, and today we're in Lexington until tomorrow afternoon. Then we got to drive down to Tennessee, Knoxville, Chattanooga. Special reminder this weekend, what I'm very much looking forward to is our Beantown uh, podcast fall tour continuing, Rockford, Illinois with my probably my oldest friend I'd say that I have now Matthew Fiedler the accountant you know him if you never listened to the episode when we did our taxes live in the air go check that out it's totally worth your time I really encourage you to do it um, he came on live during that we're going to be singing there are going to be some songs happening I think you're going to enjoy it. it's going to be a good time so that's coming up to you live this weekend from Rockford I think it's going to be fun. I uh, wish everyone, wish me luck with the rental car. I'm up to 2,800 miles now, and I still got to get down to Chattanooga and then up over to Rockford and Des Moines and Cedar Rapids, et cetera. So if I can get back into the Midwest, we'll be in good shape. Here's the, the parting thought. How many miles are you supposed to put on a car before you do an oil change? I feel like conventional wisdom is like two to three thousand. Well, I'm in that two to three thousand range on the high end now. So I don't know what Enterprise's uh, policy uh, is on that, but uh, they're going to find out eventually. So that's what I have for you all. Thank you for joining me on your uh, Tuesday night here, work night. Do appreciate it. Do appreciate you giving me some of your time. This has been Quinn David Furness. This is episode number four in our Beantown Unplugged series. It's for anyone who's curious, number one was my brother Jack and I. We sang Wonderwall together. It was a lot of fun in my kitchen. Number two was a personal day. I took my first day off in, like, many months. Went to Delaware, Rehoboth Beach, uh, Dogfish Head Brewery Company, saw Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom. Don't go see it. That was what personal day was. Number three was the roast of Quinn David Furness. We did that live from the Pacific Northwest with some of my family members, some friends. It was lit. My Grandpa Dave was on it. If you heard Grandma Sal's podcast and he said, where's Grandpa Dave? Rest assured, he's on the roast. So go check it out. This has been number four. Uh, Quinn does bourbon tasting live from Lexington. Don't be surprised if there's a number five this weekend. I can't confirm or deny anything because I don't know. But with all the songs that I'd like to sing... Uh, including maybe some Bon Jovi. What? Did he say Bon Jovi? Yeah, he said Bon Jovi. We'll see what happens. So without anything else, that's what I have for you all. We're going to end it here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us live from Lexington. We'll be back this next weekend, a couple days, five days, live from Rockford. Uh, Wish us luck with all the driving, with the work, and uh, hopefully we'll bring you good content this next weekend. Okay, have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you later.